The JLab JBuds line has something for everyone. Are you a JBuds mini kind of person? Those are the smallest earbuds on the market by a major brand. They're compact, they fit on your keychain, they are perfect for on the go, and they come in really cute colors. Or are you going to do the JBuds Air Sport, which has a secure fit, they're sweatproof, and they have the be aware mode that allows you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. Well, I need that because I run outside. You always got to be on alert. Okay, I'm getting some of those. You can do that too. Use Nikki25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com. To find your kind of tech. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girl Bomb. Girl Bomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girl Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self-care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. Welcome to the Nikki Glazer Podcast. It's Wednesday. Andrew's here. I'm starting off. The, listen, I'm still going to do the top of the show by myself. Um, but lately, we've been having to do a little bit shorter episodes because of timing constraints and internet issues. So just bringing them in right away, you know? Hey, I'm a, I'm fluid. You're so fluid. You're full of fluids. Uh, honestly, I'm probably 140% water. You're like the, the <laughs> earth, right? Wait, no, wait. We No, aren't we like mostly water? Earth is 70% water, wait, 30% hold jello. Up. I, I watched the episode of Curb last night that I had. I'm going back and filling in the gaps of my this season of Curb. And I saw the watermelon episode Ugh. where the guy he lives with, uh, JB Smoove, is 
reluctant to eat watermelon and very nervous and like has this whole thing about it, even though it's his favorite fruit. Larry, it's my favorite fruit because of he doesn't want to be a stereotypical yeah. black guy. And um, it's such a good episode. And Woody Harrelson's <laughs> in it. And I, I met Woody uh, or, for a second time over my ho- Halloween. Hawaii? Halloweeny? My Halloweeny yes. trip. <laughs> And um, it was wait, just, time out. You met Woody Harrelson. Wait, too? how did you not know that? Did you because, not see my story, bro? I missed that you watch too, my story, Nikki. bro. I, here's the I missed thing. that too. Part of my thought process was yeah. eliminating. I'm taking out my Invisalign. Hold on, I have to crack my back. Oh, oh that oh, sounds nice. Boy. I felt that in my spine. <laughs> it's like the opposite of ASMR. No, I think people could get into that. It's very crunchy. I like it. I don't know where I'm trying to put it. If you watch the video, I'm like hiding it in my Swifties. It could be anywhere. Um, okay, so um, yeah, I met Woody Harrelson for a second time. Okay, so, so let's talk about it, and let's talk about uh, okay, my so, favorite person on earth. Right, that Danny you McBride. Met. Huh? Danny McBride. No. Larry. Okay, so I no. met Larry before too, but it was funny. Lenny Dykstra. <laughs> I met Lenny too. <laughs> what? <laughs> so. Um, I go to Hawaii. It was a trip that Bill. Wait, why do you say it like that? <laughs> Hawaii. Wait, how do you what's say wrong it? with the way she says it? I yeah. don't know. I think it's like how she says Vegas. It's it oh, it it does something to my ears. Maybe I'm wrong. So t- tell me how you say it. Hawaii. Hawaii. You go Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> you just give it a lot. Maybe I don't know. I do like enunciate Hawaii. <laughs> Well, it's. I think it's like H. I think like that's I'm probably how wrong. they say it. I'm probably wrong. I, I mean, I could be wrong too. I say things weird. My morning jacket. Um, so, Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Uh, breaking, ba- breaking Bad. I couldn't say Breaking Bad one day. It was just really tough for me. So, um, David I, Dubrovnik. What? I don't know why. I meant David, to David Duchovny. Duchovny. I really did mean Duchovny and, and, and I said Dubrovnik. And you put in David D- D- Dobrik. Wait, what's his name? I don't know. Yeah, it's David Dobrik. Oh man, um, the kids love him. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're so, off to a, a, a some kind of start. Hawaii. What was the thing you said I yesterday where you go knows knows one bound? Oh, that was the <laughs> yeah, best. That was so fun. That, that's what she named the. Okay. Oh yeah. Anyhow, so, so you're in Hawaii. Yeah, I'm in Hawaii. I went with Bill Maher. Bill Maher asked me. February 2020 to go on the trip in New he does a New Year's Eve trip every year to white Hawaii because to the islands because <laughs> he um he did the same thing that he realized the same thing that I kind of realized which is um life is hard and once you get to a certain level where you have enough money like it's good to like lose money on a, a thing because it will be such a fun trip and he did this trip one year and he's just done it ever since. He stays at the same places. He goes to eat at the same places. And they do these New Year's Eve, two shows, one in Maui, one on Honolulu. And he brings a bunch of his friends. We fly over and, and it, he brings. Okay, uh, let's go over this. So you fly private with Bill Maher, yeah. who's on the plane. <laughs> I want to hear like like the initial. But let me just say, I did not know that Bill Maher liked me. In February 2020, I get asked via my yes. agent, like he wants you to come on this trip. And I was like. Yes, and then Bill Bill wrote me personally after I had heard it from my manager. He wrote, followed up and was like, oh, this trip means a lot to me. I would love for you to go. I asked him if I could bring a guest. He was like, you know, I don't usually have, like we don't have a ton of room, but yes, you can bring a guest. And I was like, great. I didn't even know who I was going to bring at the time because it was, a, you know, nine, ten months away. Um, that trip got canceled because of COVID. 
then he asked he re-upped me for the next one so this has been like two years in the making nearly and I didn't know he liked me the only time I had run into Bill Maher Bill Maher's my dad's favorite person in the world mm. I've they've gone to see he's the only comedian I know that they've gone to pay to see that I've multiple times when he comes to St. Louis they watch a show every week he um when my dad when I did the lie detector test with my parents on not safe which is one of my most watched YouTube videos um to calibrate the test like if I were giving you a lie detector test right now to make sure it's working I'd say are you wearing new balance shoes yes yes so like something very obvious and to calibrate the test for my mom it was like you know, is your sweater purple? And for my dad, it was, do you love Bill Maher? <laughs> and so that's like how much my dad loves Bill Maher. Blow Bill Maher. I, was... I did ask him that during uh, the thing. Uh, I was okay. like, would you go down on Bill Maher? I, it didn't air it, but like that was one of my lie detector questions. And uh, what we found was shocking. <laughs> on the next, not safe with Nikki Glaser, that was canceled in 2016. Um, so he um, asked me to go. And my only run in with him before is, you know, just having known him was one time he walked in, he was at the cellar when I was going on, about to go on stage he walked in while the MC was on stage and mm-hmm. about to bring me up and he walked in with two beautiful young girls sits on this the bench where the you know people that are just visiting go in to watch and I was like oh my god Bill Barr's gonna watch me and I'm on stage and I see him leave in the middle of my set which I took personally but of course he probably was just like I'm just not feeling this it's just not my style of comedy for tonight. I was yeah. probably saying like, don't fuck old men or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was probably not helping his. Don't fuck Bill Maher, dad. <laughs> <laughs> Babe. And uh, and this was so Never. many, this was 2012 or something. So I could have just sucked. Although I was performing at the cellar and you don't suck if you perform there. But, you know, I could have had an off night. Doesn't matter. So when he asked me, I was like, oh my God, where does he know me from? Turns out he knows me from the roast. And then uh, he's heard me on Howard. And, um, but so, and we have some email correspondence, and then I he I do his show during Zoom on Zoom during COVID uh, in June of 2020, I think, from my parents' house, which is a great interview. Then I do it again this past June in person. It was awesome, and those are the only times I met him. I show up at the airport, not knowing what this is going to be at all. I bring Chris with me. We show up. And Bill's not there yet. I'm kind of running late, and I'm freaking out that we're running late because I just like know you that ran late to a. Per- well, I wasn't late. I was right on time to a okay. private. Ch- like it was, I was got there three minutes before we were supposed to board, but then the plane had issues. Now, so what's was- the deal with private jet? You don't you go. You went to the airport, no security, right? You just go Yeah, we walk. were at the uh, you know Van Nuys Airport, so it's a small private jet airport. Yeah, you pull up and so you walk through the lobby. What time did you show up? We're supposed to board it to one fifty seven. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had my That's TSA so free. That's so wild. Nikki. And I'm freaking out because we. I wanted to get lunch before because it's a five and a half hour journey and I don't know what's going to be on the plane. I love the idea of Bill hiding and showing up after you just to prove power over you. You know what I mean? Like, well, he did show up after, but I was so, I'm so glad he didn't see me show up kind of yeah. late. Yeah. Even though I was running like three minutes behind on every single time we went anywhere. And he would call me like two minutes and be like, we're going to leave. <laughs> but uh, he. Uh, so, OK, so you're at the plane. I get no, I, I get into the lobby and I walk in and there's like this big group of people. I don't know how many people are going to be going on this, but it turns out it was Jim Vallely, who, you know, co uh, wrote all of us rest development with his wife, Maggie, who is uh, Margaret Rowe is the name she goes by her pet, her pen name. And she's written all these books and she's an amazing woman. I thought you were going to say pet name. It's her pet name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's what I <laughs> she, 
God, she's so fucking funny. They're all so funny. And so who else? Yeah. And then um, a guy named Eddie, who is one of the founders of Vice Media, um, and he no longer works there. But Eddie, uh, Corey, his his plus one, who's one of his best friends, they're kind of like a you and I situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey Kennedy is her name. And there is Annabelle Gerwich, who was on Dinner in a Movie. Remember that TBS uh, Dinner in a Movie? Beans and cornbread. Kind of. If I saw her. There was a guy and a girl, and it's her. She's been in a ton of things. She's also a New York Times bestseller, uh, author, and works for the New Yorker and everything. She's she's kind of transitioned from actress to uh, author. It feels like a movie, like Clue, you know, when it's just like a A murder mystery. Yeah, a murder mystery. (laughs) Totally. We even said that at one point. That's really Uh. funny. (laughs) <laughs> so um yeah you weren't the first to think of that no i'm just kidding no that you're <laughs> you should would, ask your dad if he blew bill maher uh, i did that but it wasn't aaron no it, we <laughs> call really back did. i wasn't trying i in neither circumstance was i trying to make but i feel. didn't i didn't load it in my brain at all um okay i yeah it wasn't waiting there for you but it, it's just i would said that because it was funny because I, I did know, ask I him know. that i know there's no fighting so, um then <laughs> one bell uh, moved moved out um so <laughs> missed you Brad. So silly. Recycling. <laughs> Dryer sheets. So. <laughs> oh, God. If you're a new listener, there's a lot to catch up on. Sorry. But you know what? We'll get you there. Oh. So um, we love you so much. Pamper. And we thank you for tuning in at all. We don't we don't need you to listen to every episode. Just kidding. So um, <laughs> I know it's very loud. So um, and then it was uh, Chris. Kid and kid from Kid and Play, Chris Reed from Kid from Kid and Play. What's he been up to? He's a comedian now, and he's also oh. back on the road with Kid and Play. They're like going out with like uh, Salt and Pepper, uh, oh. all these like it's like nineties oh. revival. They're going out again. All the, the ends. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I didn't. Oh god, didn't that mean. is so funny. And he would laugh at that. He's a <laughs> but real, I didn't mean it. Like of course you didn't. You Salt and Pepper, Kid, kid and, and Play. Yeah, yes, yeah. that is so funny, <laughs> and needs to be in an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where it's like. I didn't. Of course, you didn't mean it. I know. I know. I know. No, if you get if you cancel Andrew because of that, cancel me too because I co-sign on how unintentionally funny that was and stupid. And you're stupid if you get offended. That was so stupid. Okay, so um, so Chris and then his girlfriend Ida, who sells uh, luxury cars, and who's really cool, and then um. God, I feel bad that I'm... Oh, and then uh, Rick Bartolini, who was the guy that promoted it, his boyfriend, a uh, guy named... Oh, fuck, he's probably going to listen to this. I know, I forget his name. He was so fucking Mr. nice. Mr. Bartolini. Uh, no, they weren't married. And then... Um, and then... Uh, let me just think of... <laughs> there might have been... Oh, my God. If there's anyone I'm missing, it would be so... Oh, and then Mark... Uh, uh, Bill's like... One of the producers on the show, Mark, Bill's like... It seemed like his, his like kind of assistant like slash so there weren't like any hot women like random women no oh no okay. um bill did not have any dates with him but bill is like a fascinating person and such an like why i love bill maher more than just being a brilliant comedian and being super generous and like really really nice to my guest and like everyone waiters like just a guy you think that a guy like that might not but be that cool to waiters and stuff it was funny chris on his show today um not kid and play chris but my chris on his uh, radio show today, he was doing a really fun segment called like, you know, uh, truth, tr- truth or fiction or whatever. And they just say things that happened to them over the break. And you have to guess whether or not it was true. And he was like, I loved Bill Maher until he was rude to a waiter. One of the most disappointing moments was he was rude to a waiter. And both his guests were like, co-hosts were like, that's true. And he's yeah. like, you'd think so. 
but it wasn't because he's just so he's just one of those guys that like is very. What do you generous. talk about on the plane? Like, what's the conversation okay, on the plane? So Who's sitting by Bill? Ma- like, what instantly is instantly when I walk in, everyone is just like, "Hi, Nikki." They all googled me. They all know who I am. I'm. They're so. Everyone is so nice. We are just like adopted into this group of friends. Everyone's kind of nervous because they're all. They all kind of know each other, but not really. Just yeah. through Bill. We get on the plane. Bill gets there. He's wearing like these big Elvis sunglasses and like uh just he he's just like ready with a briefcase and he's ready to go and he walks on the plane and we all take seats and we're kind of like nervous like where do we sit i sit across from eddie and um cory and and chris and i are on one side of the table and we just start talking about um just everything i mean like how they met how chris and i met and we just i hate to say it but bill at the, I'm, I'm gonna to- toot my own horn a little bit. Toot him up. So at the end of the trip, Bill's done this trip 10, 10 years in a row. This is, you know, the skipped one year, but this 10th anniversary. And he was like, there was something about this trip where everyone was so open and honest. And it started on the plane, probably an hour in. Bill starts making the rounds of like going to each group of the plane. There's like three sections to sit in, and he made it over to ours. And we start talking about um, anal. And I start, <laughs> you know, eschewing the. Uh, benefits and the the joy that it has brought me in my life and and asking him if because he's a very sexually open person and uh asking him about his sex life and he is totally closed off to anal never done it and he's like there is poop back there and then he goes oh so you're act it's not an act and he was like i didn't think it was but like that's interesting yeah. and then we start getting into all of that and it just everyone on the pl- I, there was a moment annabelle gerwich is in the back reading a book and she's like meditating and i see her like kind of meditating and also overhearing this conversation about anal and I'm like oh my god she's like she's 60 but she looks like 42 she's beautiful and just elegant and she's kind of quiet up to this point she's quiet and I'm like this woman just like fucking hates me and probably thinks I'm so cuh for like being like talk about anal with Bill Maher like trying to show off and be cuh yeah. and I'm like oh she probably is just like this girl is just too much you know and I was trying not to be too much but you know I'm a lot Joe Rogan 2000 Joe Rogan comma 2012 oh. or, or uh, no six seventeen eight eighteen. I think it was like nineteen eighteen or eighteen nineteen. Well, you were a lot before that. Yeah, I've always been a lot, and uh, <laughs> except when I was born, I was very little. Well, you were so small. I was I was a very skinny baby, and I had jaundice. I had to be in a little incubator, you were like 3%. a little little chicken. Mm. Um, and so. <laughs> He said it. We just, but Annabelle at one point, um, everyone is like not into anal. No one in my like Even the no, pilot. Well, the pilot, <laughs> of course he is, but he can't yeah. chime in. Yeah. Um, he, what if he over the loudspeaker like, yeah, I'll fuck you. <laughs> I love Chris though because Chris is sitting there and is just like, he just. I'm really happy to be with someone who has like is hates toilet humor. By the way, Bill Maher also hates toilet humor, so him and Chris like really connected over that. They don't like poop and fart jokes. They just makes them recoil. They just hate it. Even though Bill, I go, you have two fart jokes in your act where you literally fart in the act. Like you like <laughs> like you make fart sounds. Yeah. But it's highbrow. And, uh it actually is, but uh <laughs> highbrow fart. And uh she but at one point I look over at Annabelle and um I go, God I'm sorry. I guess I'm the only one, even though all of you would be into it. And she goes, I love it. And she just like quietly raised her hand. And I was like, fuck yes, girl. Thank you. And then it just like opened up. We just were like 
all best friends. I mean, mm-hmm. I really made some solid friends That's of people awesome. I will work with. Like I told Jim Vallely, who, you know, kept referencing how he's like an old, like kind of washed up guy, even though he's one of the quickest, funniest people ever. He was kind of just making jokes about like, I'm an old man, like I'm invisible to women. I he's like, What you have you have a great career ahead of you. You have such important things to say. I could be in bed and watch TV the rest of my life. I have nothing more to say. And I'm like, Jim, no, like I if I was doing a scripted show, I would, you'd be my first hire. He's like one of the funniest people I've ever like just quick. Yeah, yeah. And, like I will say that he takes, he, um, he throws out jokes constantly and will like, uh, he does, he, he does not pull back. And so there are bombs a lot of times, but then he is funny when he bombs, but you know, that is the mark of someone who is just like, He's just trying. He just always is lifting up the move. There was one time when we were at dinner and there was an Asian woman at the dinner with us. And he said, Someone, we were making erection jokes. And he was like, Erection. He was like, Or the way the Japanese uh, talk about the when they, you know, uh, when they uh, vote in a new candidate, the uh, erection, like making Uh, making an L. And it just fucking thudded on the. Like a like bread on a duck's back, just yeah. And it, and he was just like, oh, and and even later he was like, God, that was a rough bomb. And we were all, he's like, I don't know what I was even thinking. Like he's like kind of old school and makes kind of you know racy jokes yeah. sometimes. But we were around like people that just were cool and like let those joke kind of jokes fly. It was so much fun. We did we're five and a half hours on this flight together. We. All got off the flight. We were best friends. We all went to our separate hotels. Like uh, during the day, we would go. Um, one day, we would all went to the beach together. We would have lunch together. We would go to dinner every single night, and Bill would pay for the whole thing. These great, like luxurious lunches. We would all take be in vans together, going to the venues, and uh, we had two shows. So we were there four nights, but we had um, two nights of shows. And we did a show in Maui on the thirtieth, and then we flew to Honolulu on the thirty first. And how much there. how much time did you have on the show? How did you do? Uh, how did Bill you feel? would go out cold thirty minutes. Bill would go out cold, literally cold. He would walk out. I, I've never seen anything like it. We got to go to break, but I'm going to come back and tell you how Bill went out cold. Jesus. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Seriously, like think about your wardrobe and how hell it is. I know I think about mine and I'm just like, ugh, I don't even want to wear anything in it. I need some new things to spice it up. That is exactly what I did when I went to Quince. I heard about Quince initially from my assistant who has impeccable style. She had an amazing sweater and I said, where did you get that? And she was like, it's cashmere. I was like, ooh la la. They do 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters. I own two myself. And then they also have washable silk tops and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. I actually have an ear cuff that I got. They have such cute jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They cut out the middleman. They work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. All you have to do is go to their website and look for yourself. It's quality stuff. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. 
Girl Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self-care journey with precision and power. The kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good, and there's nothing more empowering than that. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. So, Bill would... the show. There was no... Like what does going fam- out cold like, mean? Um, going out cold means you go out and you're shivering a little bit. Um, yeah. You go out in a tank top. <laughs> a little um, tanky. So going out cold means you have no opener. There's no, there's nothing to, you just walk. It's the worst position. Usually the MC is the worst spot in the show, which is ironic because in the, in the U.S., MCs are usually the worst comic on the show. They're the comic with the least experience, right? And that's done because it's the least amount of time you stay on stage, even though you bring up each comedian. In the UK and maybe elsewhere, the MC is usually the most, like, maybe not the big act on the show, but is someone who is more proficient than the middle act because it's such a tough spot to go out cold and you want someone there that can really fill those shoes. So it's so it's, it's not a good way system. We do it where the first person that goes out doesn't know how to like address the crowd because all the things that come 
with being a great showman and, and emceeing a show are the things that come after you perfect your act. It's like the, yes. you know, audience interaction. It's the stage presence. It's all those things that are built with thousands and thousands now, can of I ask, So Bill walks out to when literally- did he, When did he tell you that he was going to go out cold? Uh, when, no, never. I mean, he said, I'm going to go out, then you'll go out. Wait, I'm going to go out. Yeah. I'll bring up Kid or Chris Reed. Then I'm going to come back out. I'll bring up you. Then I'm going to close out the show. So he bookended it with 30 and 30. And uh, kid Chris did 25. I did 30. And it uh, he but he doesn't go out like when I bring up a meal to go up cold on our shows. He's really not going up totally cold yeah. because I do. a, And he is because he's the first person on stage. But I do. a um, Another expression in the biz is voice of God, which is the sound you hear when someone's talking backstage like, welcome to the show. Please put your mask over your nose and mouth. But. Um, I usually bring up a meal with a couple jokes and I'm like, hey guys, it's Nikki. And usually I have to say the the headliner does not get, you don't hear from the headliner at all before they walk out on stage. So I would do that as like to give a meal something, Yes. Um, which he doesn't need, but you know, he, it, I want him, it, every comedian, no matter how good you are, you don't want to go up cold. It's just, the, it's the taking the bullet as we also call mm-hmm. it. So Bill goes up, but he doesn't, there's no, please welcome Bill Maher or like, the lights don't even change. It just all of a sudden the music goes boom, 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 like his his yeah. real time music, and he just walks out. And it's not like boom, 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 boom. It's like he walks as the music starts. There's yeah. no. He's just goes and he hits the mic and he has a little um, music stand that he puts his notebook on and he flips through his jokes because um, he goes on stage high every single time. He has never not been high on stage when he does stand up. Now let me say. That Bill Maher does not smoke weed ever or get high. Ever. And he doesn't do edibles because he's had bad experiences, which are hilarious stories that he shares on. You got to go see him. And if you are, you know, even if you're a conservative, Bill is going to hit both sides of whatever you feel and educate you. And he's just really good. He's really, really good at stand up. And uh, I would not be saying this if he weren't someone that I think our besties would like to go see. Yeah. I would just say he's great. I wouldn't say this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I yeah. really recommend going to see him. You'll learn a lot. And he's one of the best stand-ups out there. So he, um, yeah, but he 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 doesn't ever go on, on uh, real time or on TV stoned. It's interesting. He's very regimented. Now, for me, if I'm getting stoned before a show, I'm getting stoned before. Like, I was stoned on F-Boy for some of it. You know, by the end of F-Boy, I was like, let me take a little hit. Like we, I was talking to, and then I was talking to Woody Harrelson. We'll get into that later. And we were talking. This is when we were getting into like when do you imbibe sus- substances or smoke before things. And Woody even said like, you know, Woody's a big pothead too. And he's like, I don't smoke before a scene because I go, do you ever smoke before an act a scene? Because I told my story to Woody. But of wait, fainting wait, 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 on wait, stage. wait. We're going too fast. How did you meet? Where was Woody at the show? Mm-mm. Woody couldn't go because Woody's unvaxed. Oh, interesting. And Bill was like, God damn it, Woody. And also Eddie Vedder, Vedder usually goes to the Honolulu show because he's there. He's good friends with Obama and he like lives in Honolulu during the holidays to like be friends with Obama and hang out with them. Like best friends with Obama, Eddie Vedder. And he didn't go to our Honolulu show even though he goes every year for 10 years because he was scared of COVID. And mm. so it sucked that we didn't get these like, but Woody did come to dinner afterwards. So after the shows, we would at 1030 or 11, we would go back to the Four Seasons and they would open up the restaurant that's now closed and they would serve us dinner at this big table with 13 of us plus um, 
Larry was there that night at the show. So okay. he met, he was staying at the Four Seasons. Was Larry backstage when you show up at the show? So I went whale watching that day. By so Larry, Larry I, David, folks. So when I went whale watching that day with Chris. It was, um, we invited everyone, but no one wanted to go. Bill was like, I can see them on Google image. I'm just fine. <laughs> and I was like, I feel that way about literally everything except whales. So I get it. So Chris and I went alone. We said, we'll meet you guys there. Usually we all go everywhere as a group together. So this was a little bit like, is that okay? And Bill was like, yeah, it's fine. So we go to the venue straight from whale watching. We pull up. And I get backstage and they take my temperature and everything and, and everyone's already there. We got there like five minutes before behind everyone else. And um, everyone's like, um, uh, uh, Mark comes up to me, you know, Bill's guy. And, and he's like, uh, Bill wants to practice the song with you because we always close the shows with a rendition of Smile. Uh, smile, even though it's oh, breaking, breaking, Smile. Yeah. And um, we needed to practice it. Because we practiced it before and it, we didn't know what key and we were – so he's like, Bill, once, and I didn't memorize the lyric shit. And I'm like, fuck. But then I, I quickly looked at them and like got them even though they're very hard because they're all like similar but not. And so we get – we go to this green room and he's like, Bill, Bill wants you to practice. So we go to get Bill and there's Larry David. And I am still in my whale watching outfit. I, I went to the venue to, to change and yeah. I have no makeup on, disgusting wet hair, jean short cutoffs that have he stained with so spray tan. So you look like Larry David. I so cute. I did not look, but I did not look like if it it would have needed to be said like even Bill looked me up and down. I go, I'm gonna change. Don't worry, I'm not wearing this on stage because this is like a big show. Yeah, yeah. But you know how like if I met Larry David, he doesn't care for me to go. I'm not gonna wear this on stage. Like, but I would have had to say that because even though it's doesn't need to be said, it kind of does. And then it would have just been. So I was like, I don't want to meet Larry right now, and so. I didn't say that, but thank God I did. I saw him in the corner talking to people. It was like this okay. green room situation. Like it looked like a break room of a um an office, right? There's a table. There's like coffee. And Why is Larry there? He's just on vacation. So Larry is there with his new wife. They got married recently. They've been oh. dating four years. They met at Sasha Baron Cohen's uh, uh, anniversary party with his wife Isla Fisher. He she she's a producer that worked with Sasha Baron Cohen. I've actually worked with her on something that I didn't. Um, we didn't meet when we worked on it, but um. So he's there with his new wife. They're all talking to my friends, Corey and Eddie, all those people. And I go off to practice the song with Bill and uh, Chris. We nail it. And I run off to my green room to go get ready, curl my hair, uh, put on makeup, put on my outfit. I come back out. And I'm like, okay, now I'm ready to meet fucking Larry. I walk into the green room. They're all sitting around the table now in this like break room area. And Larry is and They're all in a deep discussion with Annabelle. Uh, Gerwich about her son who is uh, non-binary hmm. and Larry's being classic curb your enthusiasm Larry of like now tell me what does it mean wh what happens when they you know he's asking yeah. all the questions about you know trans people and there I walk in and I go hi I'm Nikki and he goes we've met and I go I know but I don't want to go we've met like I didn't want to be the person Wait, when did you mean Larry David well I, I don't know when he thinks he met me. Oh. There's no way he remembers meeting me at this. But I didn't want to get into like, when do you think we yeah, met? Yeah. But he he had seen me at the roast. I remember that. And, and he, Radu heard him in Bondar the bathroom. Heard him in the bathroom go, you don't want to laugh because it's so brutal. But it's really fucking funny. Yeah. Like he said that about me. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Like you don't want to laugh at what she says, but it's like you can't help it. And that was like such a great little thing that we heard that we're like, yes, Larry liked me. Awesome. So then. I, I walk in and Chris is behind me and we're both like, Larry David. And I go, um, hi, I'm Nikki. And he's like, 
I know you. He goes, we've met. And I go, I know. I don't. I was like, I don't expect you to remember me. I I love you. I was like, this season of Curb is so fucking good. Everyone I talk to, we talk about it right away. It's like a conversation I have with everyone. I was like, you you just killed it. Thank you so much. And um and I and I questioned saying that because I'm like, oh, he's probably getting it all the time. And then I remembered my little rule, which is everyone thinks celebrities yeah. hear things all the time, and so you never hear it. And Whenever you see me on TV or whenever you see my face on something or see me in a magazine, please send me it, besties, because I bet you think that everyone saw me and sent me something, but they don't because everyone thinks that everyone else did. It's the bystander effect. So he was like, oh, thank you. Thank you. And then um, they got back into the conversation. I'm just sitting there kind of ping pong, like tennis matching, watching this conversation. And then and then it's time to go on stage. So we walk out and Larry and his wife, who his wife was in the bathroom, so I didn't meet her at that moment, are sitting. Um, I post a picture on my Instagram yeah. story. They're sitting front row on the side stage, which I realize like when you're a celebrity, you never get actual good seats. You always get a profile <laughs> yeah. seat. It's like when Jason Mraz was at the show. Yeah, you always you get yeah. to you get to watch, you get to be backstage with the artist. And like I got to see Bruce Springsteen from the profile. Yes. But the sound is bad backstage. Like you can't hear anything. Now, does this make you more nervous or not? Hell fucking yes, okay. it does. It's the first show, right? This is the second show. Okay, second show. And by the way, I want to do, do well new on the material. First show? Yeah, the first show I killed. Okay. And I want to do different material on the second show, though, because I, Bill and I had a separate discussion um, during Chris's set on the second night. Bill, Bill had come off stage and. Uh, Bill did the same thing because he's working on his special, so he did the same sets. But he walked off stage, and we're watching Chris's set that we saw the night before, you know. And he goes, "Even though we're comics and we know that you got to repeat material, there's something kind of inherently embarrassing about watching a comedian repeat material." And I was like, hmm. "There is, you know, there is." I know, but he was doing it too. Yeah, but he was acknowledging even for himself. No, no, I know. So but then, he was, but it yes. wasn't about Chris. It was just like we. And I, Chris and I, uh, my Chris and I were actually loving watching Bill Maher's jokes a second time. And we both realized that there's something about hearing a joke you like the second time that there's value to it. So there's truth to both. But when he said that, I had already planned on doing a whole different half hour, yeah. but that cemented it for me. And I was, I, I saved a lot of great jokes for the okay. second. So I was like, you know what? Um, I have a loose idea of what I'm going to do, but I, who knows? So I go out there. I have some Hawaii jokes, by the way, that I throw out. I didn't do it on the second show, but can I run them for my first show? Yeah. I go, so beautiful here. We're in Maui. Can I guess the punchline? Yeah. So we're in Maui. It's so freaking beautiful here. You guys live here? You you guys live here. Where do you... Hmm. Where do you... You guys live in a paradise. Where do you guys? Um, you can pass. Pass. Vacation. Uh, Where do you go to get I away thought. from it all? Houston. Yeah. Um, and then that was the joke. And then I go that when you get off the when you get off the plane in Houston. What do they put around your neck? A. Oh, uh, a, 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 um, a lasso? A noose. Noose. Thank ah, you. noose. Damn it. That's funny, though, because noose was the line that Jim Vallely gave me because I go, what can they put around your neck in Houston? He goes, a noose. And I was like, perfect. And then Chris came up and goes, oh. you can say, I thought it was a lasso. That's uh, so ah! Ted Lasso. Great one, too. So anyway, um, 
those were my uh, Hawaii jokes. Hawaii jokes. I relate um, to that because living in Florida, you didn't feel like, because I grew up in a vacation spot until you went to the Bahamas. But the Bahamas, you already lived pretty much in the Bahamas. Maui is you, where people all, go. Yeah, it's all in your it's head. It's crazy. Yeah. St. Louis is the last, you leave St. You don't vacation. Yeah, you don't vacation in St. Louis. Although you should because we have literally Forest Park and the City Museum and our museums. Like you should vacation in St. Louis. Yes. A hundred percent. And I'm doing a tourist uh, thing for St. Louis pretty some coming up oh. pretty soon. Um, any other questions? So oh, yeah. Larry David. So Larry David, do you see him take a seat before you go on stage? Yeah, yes, because he's sitting he's right in front Bill. of me, dude. So they have all the chairs set up for all 13 of us uh, on the side of the stage to watch during the show. Larry and his wife are sitting right front, uh, uh, we're, you know, stage right, and they are front, right? Okay, and then there's a sit seat next to them for Bill. So I'm watching them watch Bill. Then Bill comes back. He's sitting next to me. We're watching that. Or no, this was, yeah, we're watching uh, Larry and his wife watch Chris. And then Is he laughing at all? When he's yeah. watching, so you know he's 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 yeah. he's really enjoying Bill. Okay. He's enjoying Bill sits next to him during Chris's set, so they're kind of talking. So he's yeah. not as much listening. But um, uh, and I haven't met his wife yet, you know. And it'd be so funny if Bill walked out in your set again, <laughs> like half, halfway through, like he did at the cellar. <laughs> oh my god, he was so freaking nice. So wait, so okay, sorry, sorry. So you go, he announces to you, you go up after Chris. No, no, no. So he goes. Bill goes out. And uh, and I go, I, I'm standing next to Larry and his wife, and I go, I don't like this. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I, you gotta front. You gotta sit right here. I was like, this is. Please, will you just go to the bathroom or something? I can't handle this. And he goes, what? He goes, we're we're freaking. We're excited. We're big. We're big. I'm a big fan. I'm a big. Fan. He kept pointing to himself with the claw, like we're big fans. We're big fans. And I go, stop. I go. I don't need to hear this shit right now, Larry. I go, <laughs> what is what this you... episode? I know, I go, I don't need to hear this. I go, I can't handle that. That's a lot to live up to. And I go, that is so nice. I was like, thank you so much. That's so nice. And I go, hi, it's so nice to meet you. And I and I say to his wife, and again, I, I know that they got married from reading tabloids, right? And it's weird to know things about celebrities and be like, I heard you got married because I read the Daily Mail. But I was like, I go, you guys, yeah. I, he's like, this is my wife. And I met her and I was like, hi. And she was like, oh, actually, we met on this thing. And I go, congratulations on, you guys just got married, right? And she's like, yeah. And I go, how long have you been together? And she's like, you know, four years. And I go, how'd you meet? So we're saying all of this as Bill is out there, like about to bring me up. And I'm there. Chris got all these pictures of me like talking to them. And I'm just like sitting there like galling out with her about like how they met. And I'm like, wait, did you like, no, like, how did you? You sent me a photo and it was just from behind of Larry. Yeah. And that's just like how like. Just it's like noticeable his, his he head is, his is whole... like so much of their low recognizable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you just hear dun 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 dun, 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 dun. So then um I go out and I I did I wasn't nervous at all. Like I Because you spoke with him or just because Because I I just know that I'm funny. Yeah. And I know that I, like I the jokes I'm about to do are great. So and, what did you open with if not the Houston not the Hawaii? Um I opened with um God, what did I open with that? Oh, I opened with um, you're all wearing masks. I sometimes get worried about the masks being like, I'm not scared of it. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, that the whole thing. The gross bit. But I didn't end up doing that. I just stopped oh. at the um, uh, going, like, you know, I I think of masks as like, I, I think of COVID as like, I don't care if I get it. I don't want to give it. It's to like, my parents. it's like oral sex. Yeah. Yeah. 
And are you looking at Larry at all? No, because he's set? like, it's a huge, it's like a theater like we've performed yeah. in the same sizes. And he's way off to the stage, okay. so I, stage right. But I can hear my friend Eddie laughing because this is my friend Eddie that I did a, a I did a whole, um, so compilation of Eddie was a little drunk and he's one of those guys that like comments after he laughs. He's a great laugher, boisterous, but he comments after every thing. Like, that what, it, what does that mean? Like. You'll see. Oh. So I put together a supercut of Eddie watching Bill Maher and responding to it. And um, and I put captions with it, so you might not be able to hear exactly what he's saying. Yeah. So this is just all of the times that I – and this is probably 10% of the times that he did it. And we were laughing. The show became Eddie, listening to Eddie. Getting a little drunk. <laughs> Perfect. You said the bitches. Mind your own fucking business. He's like Eddie two times. That's a cackle. He goes expensive. That's what he drops his phone. I just have all of this. Whoa. He's one of those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Wait, listen, that's listen crazy. to that one. He goes, he goes, Bill Barr goes, they have a word for it. It's because he's talking about millennials being like kind of, he has great points about, he does this whole thing where, you know, he doesn't like millennials. He thinks, you know, he was on me about being on my phone the whole time. Like you millennial on your phone. What are you going to do when you go on stage? And I go, oh, I bring it because I record myself. And he goes, oh yeah, I do that too. And it was like, <laughs> Bill was always, Did Bill you and find I would get it? into fights, not fights, but like, yeah. he'd go like, why are you going to therapy? And I go, he goes, why do you need to go to therapy? I go, people go because it. even if the person is terrible, you let out something. And he goes, and what does that do? I go, you don't punch your kid. You don't kick your dog. You don't punch a wall. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's a good point. Like he would always acquiesce if I proved yeah. him wrong. It was f- really, f- like me, Bill connects with people when he debates mm-hmm. and it shuts a lot of people down because it's so intimidating. But I loved it. So I'd go, Bill, what are you talking about? Like, it, we have a really fun dynamic. So, but hold, listen to him say this adulting part. And Eddie goes, adulting. Oh, no. Like he repeats the adulting. <laughs> so I made this whole clip of Eddie doing that. So um, anyway, so I could hear Eddie most of the time. And then I got off stage and, you know, uh, Chris was just on the radio today recounting. And so I'll, I'll say what he said, which was um, Larry's like, bending over laughing slapping his knee and he's like you know the guy that's probably arguably brought more laughs to the world than anyone you know via seinfeld and curb um is making you know nikki's making him laugh harder than you know i've seen him ever laugh it felt great it felt like you know what i i might not trust literally anyone even yourself but i can trust larry david that i'm funny and um and so that was really nice. And then he didn't go to dinner with us, but he did ride on the van back with us. And at one point he was like, does anyone have any gum? And, um, you know, Chris, Chris was like, I've got, I've got some. And then my friend Corey was like, I've got some too. And I was like, oh, it's a race for the gums. So Chris has these gu- has gum and he got him gum. And I took a picture of Chris giving him gum. And so Chris has this great picture of him, like giving Larry uh. and we, Chris said he had two, it was like gum that comes in cubes. That's in like the kind of cup. And uh, like I forget what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and last night I was I wrote a whole bit on Chris's Instagram of what Larry David would say about uh, the gum. 
uh, I said, what happened to sticks of gum? I can maybe understand a chiclet with the hard shell, but a chiclet shape with the consistency of a stick? What are they trying to pull here with a soft cube? A cube of gum. I like my gum in sticks, not cubes. I guess next time I want a chill, a chill, to chill a beverage, I'll ask for some ice sticks in a cup. So I wrote that, and then uh, Chris was like, uh, I did have some, like, two pieces of gum in my pocket because the whole cup is cumbersome and I was going to pull them out of my pocket but I was so scared he was going to go I want a loose cube yeah, you think yeah. I want a loose cube <laughs> no one wants a uh, yeah cube. and so I was like that's so funny um, and then Larry said goodbye we got to the hotel to go to dinner Larry and his wife retired and we go walk through the lobby and we're like oh damn it it would have been fun to have Larry at dinner and Chris and I had missed the, the ran right there and the kind of hang in the green room and we get back and um and there was no like chalking really in the van it was like kind of bill and them were talking up front we were in the back just like oh my god Larry yeah. David. and we get to the table and woody harrelson's sitting there with his wife <laughs> and i sit down next to woody because i don't know why not and i said to woody you know oh hey uh i think i told this yesterday did i say it yesterday i, I said um hi and he's like i hey, woody nice to meet you and i go we met at jennifer lawrence's oh, like, no, ages no, ago you were so nice. It's so good to see you again. I don't expect you to remember. And he goes, oh, oh my God, how is she? Or I, he goes, oh, cool. Oh, all right. And I was like, and he, and then at one, we're sitting there and he goes, hey, send Jen a picture of us. And I was like, oh, I'm not really friends with her anymore. But, and he goes, why not? And I was like, there wasn't any like reason. It's just, yeah. you know, Lost touch. separate lives. Lose and, he, cube. and I go, but you know what? This is a perfect reason to get back in touch with her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I took a selfie of us, and it's such a cute picture. I should put it on my main post. Um, I'll save it for when he dies. Um, he. Uh, what was he, he wearing? I, I don't no, even no, remember. I'm just about he was the so I'm nice, and at one point he's so funny and like just he was really curious you about me living in like, St. Louis. Met the two most influential bald men in cinema history. He's so cool. He was so nice. And let me just say, so nice to Chris, my plus one, who yeah. no one needed to be nice to. So wait, so you sent the photo. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't. So mean. I sent the photo to Jen. She didn't write back, but oh. who knows? Like, that was her number from like five years yeah. ago. So who knows? And, um, but during the dinner, I got to go to break and I'll tell you what happened next. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important. The future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most. Us. But not anymore. New Conair Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's Ultimate Girl Bomb Grip and professional-grade blades, we're reclaiming our self-care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good, and there's nothing more empowering than that. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. So I'm sitting next to Woody Harrelson at dinner and he's asking me about St. Louis and about what it's he like he lives in Hawaii. So I didn't realize that. I was like, you know, it's just nice to get away to the pressures of L.A. and New York. And I'm a workaholic. So I kind of it's like keeping the alcohol in a cabinet like you got to go unlock the thing to get it. Like I got to fly here to get my drug. And he he liked that. And he was talking to me about like, oh, I could I think I could live in the Midwest. Like I could do something like that. I was like, you would I go. You think I'm I go, I'm like a nobody compared to you, but you think people in the Midwest give a shit like you might be like you're a big fish in a small pond where there's not a lot of celebrities. But St. Louis doesn't give a fuck about celebrity like it's almost insulting sometimes where I'm like, (laughs) I've been you don't care. Like I was like, they really leave you alone, like because they don't care. They if they cared, they would have left to go pursue that kind of thing. You know, like, yeah, L.A. is a celebrity obsessed. New York celebrity obsessed because everyone there is trying to be famous and rich here in the Midwest. People are tr- still have want to be rich, but it's just like they don't care about fame as much. And um, then we're sitting there and we order and, and he's already eaten. And we're, we're oh, sorry. It was before we ordered. And he just taps me and he goes, hey, um. Hey, I want you to have this. And he just hands me his menu like it was some gift he was giving me. And he goes, I really want you to have this. And I go, Woody, no. Like, I just, I can't. I can't. This is yours. And he's like, I just really think you should. And I was like, this means so much to me. Like, like we had like yeah, a funny yeah, like yeah, bit. Yeah. And um, then like during, at someone mentioned during dinner, like, can we smoke weed? Because this place, it was outdoor air. We're the only people in the restaurant. And, you know. Woody lights one up and starts passing it around, and boy, was I tempted to partake. But you oh, know what? Wow. I did not. I would have been Good. completely like... I will say that 
having Chris been, there yeah. was one of the reasons I didn't because Chris does not love my pot smoking and I I like I like that he likes me sober and it like matters to me that I'm not you know doing something that he it's not like he wouldn't he wouldn't make me feel bad if I did it but you know I and he knows how I feel about I don't care about my streak like oh I've had this many days like I can do things if I slip up it's not going to ruin my sobriety yeah. or whatever but I do know and I wanted to say this to people who might have that little voice in the back of their head when they get offered a drink and they're like God, this is the time to do it. Like, I'm going to regret not doing it, especially with pot. And I would say it's the same with alcohol because I've yeah. never given into my alcohol tendencies when and I've been around great people drinking and, and you go, oh, I'm disappointing this famous person and this is the only time I'm going to meet them and I'm the lame duck. But I will say that when I didn't smoke weed, no one fucking cares. Yeah. No one cares. No one thought I was the loser. No one, no one talked to me less because of it. You just... Don't pick it up. It's literally the same as if I would have taken it. Like I passed it and no one knows the difference. And I thought it was going to be this thing. Yeah. And honestly, I woke up the next morning. My lungs didn't hurt. I didn't feel like, did I say something weird? I had my inhibitions about me. And I was able to have like great conversations with him and Bill and everyone else the rest of the night without feeling paranoia or any of that stuff that would have come. So I was really, I wouldn't have been mad at myself if I did it. But I was really happy with yeah. myself that I did it. And I don't think if Chris would have not been there, I think I would have done it, which would have been fine, too. But I was then able to have a really great conversation and not that, question that I was being yeah. too much or weird. Or It's interesting because like the people that used to give me shit about not drinking were like friends from high school or whatever. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like a certain kind of friend or a certain kind of person that gives you shit about not getting fucked up because they're getting fucked up. And I love them, but then there's like a level of like, oh, these people accomplish their passion and their goal in life, so they're not gonna fucking look at the person next to them and be like, no, you gotta get fucked up. It's kind of a dumb thing to do to someone yes. because you're being very selfish. It's an in insecure thing yeah. because you need other people to do something in order for you to make it feel okay. Yeah, like there the peer pressure is completely insecurity on a one person's. Yeah. And, and I understand wanting other people to have fun with of you course. and loosen up, and you're like. I want to like I've I hated when I yeah. drank and I knew I was going to get stupid and there would be people there that would remember how stupid I am. Like yeah. there is something to that. But again, insecurity. Let's get to final thought. I've blew past the news yet again. And I know we have great stories, but I wanted to play um, a game for our Wednesday wild card, literally with cards that uh, backed by popular demand from the besties. <laughs> Noah, you got a lot of notes about how people like this, right? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> so this is the game. From Barstool Sports, and I'm going to have them send us more. It's called Answer the Internet, and it's these questions that are very good. Let's do it. And yeah. it's, question, it's Answer the Internet, A-T-I. Questions as fucked up as you are. Oh, okay. insane. So here we go. Okay, I'll All give right. you a stack. All right. We'll, we'll just would you rather each other. Okay. Um, oh I'm not ready for this. Right. Okay. Uh... Ask, pull the internet. Okay. Waffles or pancakes? Oh, fucking waffles because pancakes are for pussies. But you have to eat it with your dick. What? Yeah, you have to use your dick as a utensil. Is your syrup? Yeah. Butter? Oh, wait, seriously, waffles or pancakes? Uh, pancakes. <laughs> wait, is the dick part really a part of the no, question? No, 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 no. <laughs> this, is just awesome. a, this is actually a normal one. Waffles or pancakes, Noah? 
Um, waffles. Okay. You like a little... It is like the same matter, right? But here's the thing. Waffles... I feel like pancakes, I could eat more than... Pancakes, to me, doesn't... like Waffles feels like a special thing. Like chicken and waffles... You know, ice put ice cream on waffle. I don't know. Waffles just feels like once ever once a year. Pancakes could probably be about ten times a year. I think. What do you think? Um, I don't do either because yeah. I'm scared of carbs and sugar. But um, if I when I let those things back in my life, um, when they're ready to come back into my life naturally, because <laughs> God wants me to have them. <laughs> fucking pancakes all day, yo. Okay. Because waffles have a hardness to them, and I just love a fluff. That's what and I, I like. love the way pancakes. Ugh. Soak up the syrup. Yesterday, I treated myself, and I know this is such a dumb sentence. It's so LA. But I treated myself to avocado toast, and I don't eat a lot of bread. Mm. But I find, uh, much like not smoking pot, when I do eat bread, I never regret it if it's in a a normal amount. It's just when you overdo it, you're not going to get fat from bread if you eat it like a normal person. So I ate a great, hearty, whole, like, you know, from, you know, the hotel I stay at is very, like, earthy and... Avocado toast is the best consistency because it soaks up the juicy avocado and is mushy, plus bread is soft. Like I like a almost soft, not too toasted. I love a a moist, Mm. soaked up thing. Same. Okay. Same. God, I'm still- Caldi's makes an amazing avocado toast. I'm going to start eating it more often because, man, I unleashed something. Their breakfast is incredible. Okay. Anyhow. Um, Who has the easier job? Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny? Ah, oh, dude, Easter Bunny, easy. Because Santa yeah, Claus duh. gotta fucking go to house. But also, every he's house. a rabbit. Think about like he doesn't have hands. But and he gets like, to eat candy all day, doesn't he? Wait, no, he's eating carrots. I think my parents used to eat, like chew. He eats carrots. Pa- my parents used to out take a bite eggs. out of carrots and like. Tr- the, the Easter Bunny used to trash our house because my parents would like make it look like he had been there. And I was disturbed by a giant rabbit yeah. trashing our kitchen and leaving <laughs> its remnants everywhere. Um, okay. By the way, a real rabbit as a pet, my buddy, his Wait. girlfriend had it a little much. It shit all over my bed. No, I love those things. Well, it shouldn't have been on your bed. Okay, well, sorry. I got to get to a cool one before I get to yours. Here's a curse one. Who's hotter? Yeah. Ariel uh-huh. or Jasmine? <sighs> oh. Ariel 94, Ariel now. Uh, not Brad Stahl, Ariel. I would say Ariel. What, what about you, Noah? Although Jasmine's a little Firefox. Um, Who would you rather be? Smoke show. Well, I think I would rather be Jasmine because she became like like a powerful and Aladdin's so much or cooler than the fucking prince that. And you get to fly on a carpet and stuff. There's like magic involved. But who's hotter? I gotta say. I think Jasmine, because I, I mean, I definitely was very aware of Disney Here's the Princess, thing, Princess's hotness. Can I tell hotness. you one thing? Ariel's pussy probably smells like fish. Yeah, but Ew. you know, Jasmine might have a fucking UTI from um, the carpet. Those those <laughs> carpet bugs. Yeah, the car- carpet. Her carpet might s- smell like it might not smell like magic. Um, <laughs> no, Jasmine was hot because she. I was going to say Ariel because she had that flowing hair in the water that was yeah. super hot and then like, you know, flinging it on the rock and the shell boobs. And she had like this beautiful face and and uh, Jasmine's face looked a little less. It looked more cartoony. And Ariel had that like, it just, and obviously as like a white girl, I related to, I, I love that I related to a mermaid more than uh, just a 
than Jasmine because she was a different race. <laughs> yeah. So stupid. It's true. But, it, you know, as a little girl. And Ariel it was in second grade. Jasmine, I was in, like, fourth grade. But I was, I think Jasmine for sure because she had that sexy, like, um, the blue little, like, the bustier. And she had this tiny little waist and the big flowing hair and big yeah. beautiful eyes. Jasmine. Okay. Here's the thing, though. Ariel is like Jessica Rabbit without the fake tits. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Like a young one. That's what she grew into after she hit the streets. All right. All right. Would you rather? You ready? Yeah. Shit yourself every time you come or get a boner every time you talk to a dude? I mean, (laughs) it's so funny. They don't even consider that women might play this game. Because none of these men right, would have right, this game. So Wait a second, hold on. So I would either get soaking wet, like yeah, let's say soaking squirt. wet. Yeah, every time you talk to a woman, I would squirt. I would just wear a diaper because shit smells and squirt doesn't. So I would rather squirt when I talk to a woman. What about you? Uh, Wait, shit your pants every time you what orgasm? Shit yourself every time you come. No, 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 a, no. Get wet every time you I talk to a woman. I enjoy anal sex too much to have the first one. Yeah, I, I mean it's not even close. I yeah, that's insane. Get okay, a- would you go to a football game at a 70,000-seat stadium if you knew that 500 seats would get ejected into a black hole, but everyone who didn't get ejected would get $5 million? 70,000 seats. So you have a one in 35,000. Wait, wait. One, one in 35. No, no, no. One in 35,000. No. Yeah, 500 p- people out of... 5,000, it didn't say? No, it said 500 people in a 70,000-seat stadium. Do 500 divided by 70,000. I know how to do this. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You have a 0.007% chance. You have one. You have seven-tenths, seven-one-hundredths of a percentage. Who's to say that there's not more money in the black I hole? I would not do it. Huh? I would not do it. Even if the price was like $500 million, I would What if you it. were a starting comedian and you were f- your age and you were dead poor? I would never do it. Because this is this is um, Squid Game. I don't. I can't. Do you would know you? what happens in a black hole? Um, No. What? You like will get stretched and it's... I, I guess nobody knows because nobody... Will ever so my survive dick that. will get longer. You're saying? Oh shit! Then he's doing it. No. Yeah, dude, you don't put my dick in that black hole. <laughs> would you risk hole. it? For I think I would risk it. I think it'd be fun. That's the thing, though. You. I, I say that, but once I got to the game, I'd probably oh, be like, Oh my god, oh. you would be shitting your pants. Wait, because I'm coming. Be the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you rather? You ready? Yeah. Have to piss sitting. <laughs> this again isn't for oh a woman. God. Never mind. Yes. Okay. Would you rather win a World Cup? In a soccer crazy country or win any U.S. sports title? Ugh. Essentially, this is saying soccer's for gay people. Yeah, and yeah, like in others. No, like when you're growing up in high school, it, it, like a lot of times it was either football or soccer were the same season. And if you played Obviously, soccer, you were like a little bit. I think bitch. American version because I don't yeah. understand the culture around soccer, even though I know it's huge. Oh, really? I, yeah, in, in Europe and South America... That's what football is. Either you're is. the most famous person in America or you're the most famous person in the world outside of America. Because yeah. America, although we care about World Cup, most of us don't. And I don't know who wins World Cups. And I I know two soccer players' names, okay. right? Okay, Ronaldo and Messi. Probably. Yes. But that's the thing is like, so I would rather be famous where I am and be a big deal where I am, even if it's small potatoes. Ah, you know what I mean? Like big I would fish, rather, small pond, and yeah, I would big rather, fish over their pond. I would rather... <laughs> on the other side of the pond. Yeah. So Interesting. 
But I think if you lived there, though, you would feel that same feeling. I'd rather times win a million. American Idol than Miss Universe. Okay, but I think if you lived there, it depends. If you yeah, grew but I can't put there. myself. I'm not putting myself in okay. those shoes because I don't. Because I'm saying it as an American. Okay. Okay. Would you rather? Uh, wait. What the fuck does that mean? Would you rather? You surely know what this means. Would you rather fight a kangaroo or look like Sam Castle? Oh, Sam Cassell. Cassell. Who's Sam Cassell? He's just like an ugly basketball player. So mean. Yeah, that was fucked up. Fuck that. And I'd rather rather fight a kangaroo. (laughs) Of course. Would you rather have flamingo legs or T-Rex arms? Flamingo legs. I already have them. Sam Cassell's face. I would much rather have flamingo. I already have skinny flamingo legs. Oh, yeah. I don't big up her body. But literally flamingo legs like, like claws. I already have the feet. Oh, uh, yeah. You got the claws. <laughs> no, they're actually like, I'm a duck. I got long arms for how yeah. short I am. Yeah, you So, do. I don't know. This would suck. You couldn't jerk off if you had T-Rex Ooh, this arms. This is a good one. I have to go. But would you rather be twice yeah. your weight or half your height? Fuck. Twice your weight or half your height? Twice my weight. Twice my weight. Half my height. Well, you could lose weight. Could you lose the weight? No, you have to be it forever. And that's that's not- Half your the- height. You're 5'7". You'd be- You'd be, like You'd be two nine. You'd be two nine. I, I'm five nine, so I would be. Oh yeah. Two five plus. <laughs> so four. tiny. So I'd be like three, almost three feet. I'd be a little girl. I'd be so little. I'd be the littlest. Comedian so and how ever. much? Okay, you'd rather be that than two hundred and something pounds. But um. I just have I I just have a lot of body stuff. Yes. So I can, I I'm just saying that, and then I'm not. But you don't think you have short body stuff? If you were that small, I don't know. I don't have a. I don't. I when I see short women, the thing is, when I see short women, there's no judgment. And I know that's super duper short. Let yes. me just wait. Hold on. What's happening? That's three feet. Yes. Oh man, that's fucking. That's tiny as fuck, dude. That's. Fucking. I'd rather be t- t- twice my weight. I'd rather be three times my weight. I'd rather be four times my weight. No fat shaming on this show, and um, that's my issue. I do not look down upon. I look down upon short people because I have to, but uh, never do I. Care you ready for this one? Bigger. Yeah, I gotta Last go one. to therapy. Would you watch Clearly. a twenty-five minute dirty sex tape of your daughter for a million dollars? No. No. Yeah. What? Yes. No. No. You're thinking of That's like privacy. a daughter that doesn't. You don't have a daughter, and I know yeah. I don't either. But like, you're not gonna want to do that. Your mom. <sighs> yeah. Can you imagine Dude, your parents I'd pay seeing you? To watch that. Huh? Can you imagine your parents seeing you do I that? Would do, you know what I would do? I would My do it, and then I would fucking laugh his dick off. I would do it, and then I would give it to her half, split it with her, and she'd so she go doesn't shopping have it. to do the tapes anymore. Yeah. Oh, by the way, can I just give a quick shout? Thank you for the messages about my mom. So many people Aww. wrote me, and it was very nice. Thank you. And That's all. yeah, thanks to everyone who yeah, yeah yesterday that was so sweet. And yeah, um, Andrew's a pussy. And so, guys, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. It was so sweet. I told so Chris fucked about up, it. dude. That's so I loved fucked it. It was beautiful. Um, yeah. I love you both, Noah, Andrew. I love That's you, besties. So Don't up, be cut out there. I gotta go to therapy uh, with the guy that I'm dating, even Yay. though we're not dating yet. And um, we don't be cut. Um, and Jack. Jack, dude, that was really mean. That was jacked up. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results. Made just for us. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip to the professional grade blades. Say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girl Bomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at Walgreens.